Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dragons Are Real podcast. And it's Kickstarter Wednesday. Oh yes it is, where I have a look at everything new that's come to Kickstarter in the last seven days. And um, boy has there been a shed load of stuff that's come out in the last week. So this is going to be a busy show. So strap on your belts and let's get right down into it. So first off, we've got Knockdown Dragout, a country noir tabletop role-playing game. Dark country roads, darker forest lands, crumbling factories and dying towns, bare-knuckle brawls and gunfights, mystery and danger. These are just a few of the elements common to country noir, sometimes also called hellbully noir or grit-lit or southern noir, a category of crime fiction and film where secrets are everywhere and the restoration of order and justice are by no means a sure thing. This game emphasises narrative and character development using a game mechanic system that's easy to learn. It's approachable and flexible enough to appeal to both new and experienced gamers. And the KDDO system is a rule-like system and they say on their Kickstarter page they'll be producing more adventure modules and sandbox toolkits for referees. And it claims it is the only game of its type with a specific focus and emphasis on rural noir themes, tropes and ideas. So that is Knockdown Drag Out. Next up is Sominauts, a rules-light RPG and storytelling toolkit for dreamy mystery adventures. Now in this game, players solve mysteries by using weird science to dive into their dreams. They have to find clues in the mundane waking world, then use those clues as fuel to carry out their crew into a dreaming realm of surreal adventure. You have to fight against the forces that would eject you from your waking presence from the sleeping sphere of the subconscious, and it contains the nightmares seeking a foothold into the mundane world. You have to solve cases and save reality. So it's also a toolkit that you can use to inject mysteries and surreal adventures into any role-playing game that you fancy playing. Uh, the book will also feature a simple rule set refined and developed from the Sominauts basic rules, and these are available from the Fish in the Pot itch.io page. And it's basically a d20 system, roll under an attribute. If you fail a roll, you add to your recursion score, and when your recursion score equals your lowest attribute, typically somewhere between 8 and 15, you get thrown out of the dream world back into reality and you've got to re reduce your recursion score to get back into your dreams. So that is Somninauts. Up next we've got Good Guys Finish Last. This is a re-release of the original storytelling superhero role-playing game where players take on the roles of heroes and authors of the comic. And this is a quick starter. It's only running for 15 days. Uh, the game is already done and in layout, so he's just getting enough funds to get some art together so he can publish it. For those that don't know, Good Guys Finish Last was by Better Games and was released in the early 90s. And the original designers have given the Kickstarter permission for a new edition. It claims that Good Guys doesn't play like any other superhero game. The players take on the roles of characters inside the story as well as the authors of the comic while the games master is both the arbiter of events and the publisher of the said comic. There's no list of 100 powers to choose from either. Good Guys uses a 2d8 dice system along with a unique power grid that matches two traits together to form the core value of a character's power. This value provides a game mechanic to base the power upon, but flushing out the power is the player's job. 
And this is a 120-page rulebook with more info coming in update one. At the time of this podcast, there was no updates to this Kickstarter. So that's good, guys. Finish last. Then next, we've got a big one coming from the N World Publishing. And this is the Awfully Cheerful Engine, an RPG of action comedy. It's an action comedy RPG inspired by frightfully cheerful games of the 1980s. So it pays homage to games such as Ghostbusters RPG, Danger Mouse, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Bill and Ted, or Rick and Morty, Back to the Future, Indiana Jones, Dracula, or any sci-fi adventures on the final frontier. And it's a, a parody of pop culture tropes and a love letter to the 1980s role-playing games. So it's multi-dimensional time-hopping genre-mashing pan-galactic portal into any type of adventure you can imagine and uses a D6 pull system where you roll as many dice as your stat. There are five books in this Kickstarter. They're all about 30 pages long and it includes the core rules and four adventures. You've got Spirits of Manhattan, which is Ghostbusters, Montana Drones and the Raiders of the Cutty Sark, Indiana Jones, Strange Science, which is Eureka, set in a small little town with uh, science fiction, and Beam Me Up, oh yes, that's your Star Trek one based on the starship FSS Brazen. So that is the Awfully Cheerful Engine, an RPG of action and comedy. Well, the Mortborg Express is not slowing down, and we've got a new release for Mortborg, which is called Abyss of Hallucinations, Volume 1. This is a Mortborg-compatible screen-printed zine. And the author has been inspired from the works of Alistair Crowley's Book of Lies. And those that know Alistair Crowley, he was an English occultist, magician and writer from the early 1900s. So in this little zine, you enter this psychedelic void in which love is the law and death is born anew. This is a very limited print run, so you've got to get there quick. Uh, otherwise, you're going to be stuck with PDFs only. So that is Abyss of Hallucinations, Volume 1, a Mork Borg setting. Glyn Seal has also been busy. He's got two new um, magazines up for his midazines. So this is midazines issues 6 and 7, which are zines for old school games. Now I've got issues 1 to 5, and these are a set of old school zine format gaping supplements. Uh, mainly written for Swords and Wizardry Complete, but it's compatible with any OSR clone. And it's in Glynn's Midland setting. In issue 66, this is the Lost World edition, as its primary focus is on the wider Midlands world setting. And we've got uh, a Meet the Midlands from my mucker John Allen Large from our previous Purple Worm podcast. Some more juicy rumours from the Haven Gazette. Gloomium, the Lowdown, Currency Thoughts, Slightly Less Shit, Lesser Rings. The Lost World, the World of the Midlands setting, Races of the Lost World, and Treasures of the Lost World. And Issue 7 is Meet the Midlands, more juicy rumours from the Haven Gazette, Draken, the OSR Dragonborn, three Draken NPCs, new odysseys for Draken, Upper Witchbray, a riverside settlement on the edge of Lincoln World, and slightly less shit scrolls. So that is the Midlands, Zines, Issues 6 and 7. Next, we've got Collector, an apocalyptic art micro RPG set in a dying realm. You are a roller. Your cursed soul is yours to gamble. So in this little micro game, you navigate your way through the realm and try to obtain enough gold to get to the beyond. 
It's a gateway RPG aimed at getting your casual friends involved in an RPG, maybe during a lunch work break, but you can expand it into a longer, grittier game. And it uses a 2d6 system and advertises itself as a heavy dice rolling system because the authors just love rolling dice. So that one is Collector. And the last one in the general RPG section is Favour Neo-Noir Role-Playing Game. This is a unique neo-noir tabletop RPG with a cyberpunk themed setting in a city that runs on favours. So you explore a cyberpunk world where technology is indistinguishable from magic and where science has unlocked the secrets of other worlds beyond their own. It's the distant future where humanity has colonised the stars. This is the story of Morix, a planet who has lost its connection to our history following an interstellar war and is desperately trying to rebuild its ties using the strong arm of science. So you're part of a crew living on the streets of the Arkridge Megalopolis, a nation's city sitting in the edge of a nuclear winter wasteland. Favour utilises a D10 dice pool framework and follows a talent system where each character has a specific set of talents which makes them who they are. And you mix and match these at your leisure to differentiate you from the rest. And it's got your standard list of equipment, armour and gadgets. And it claims it's got a hacking system that doesn't require a PhD in computer science. So that one is Favour, New Noir Role Playing Game. So let's have a look at what 5e related items we've got on the old Kickstarter. So first up we've got Blood of the Brood Mother, a fantasy TTRPG adventure for 5e. This is a new adventure with an old school vibe. It's a 50 page plus module designed for use in any of your fantasy RPG settings. It's four parts standalone adventure suitable for a well-rounded party of four to six player characters. The majority of the adventure is set in a remote jungle which can be dropped into any existing campaign. Uh, the Kickstarter is a bit thin on any other information at this time. So uh, that's basically all the information I have on that one, which is Blood of the Broodmother. Next up is Red Sky 5e, a science fantasy conversion book and lore codex. It's a 5e conversion with new sentience, mechanics, monsters and rich lore, all set inside a science fantasy worldship. Uh, the authors claim that this is rich with lore and cultures set in the world of Dima. Uh, it's 5e compatible total conversion book set in this science fantasy world and it's a classic era world on the world the inside of Worldship. The book contains six new playable sentience, unique elemental alignments, enhanced social encounters, 100 pages of rich lore, four brand new classes and two familiar classes overhauled, and rare elder tech to collect and dozens of new monsters to slay. So that is Red Sky 5e. Next up we've got the Vade Mechum for aspiring practitioners of wild magic. This is a supplement expanding on the wonders and weirdness of wild magic designed for 5e. So this brings in wild magic from 2nd edition D&D into a new audience and implements it in 5e. The Vade Mechum for aspiring practitioners of wild magic introduces the concept of free casting and free casters a new class, which gives them access to wild magic spells, wild magic items, subclass specific features. And it has got 600 plus new surge effects, 40 new spells, 10 new magic items and 4 new subclasses. So that's Vade Mechum for spying practitioners of wild magic. And I really need to get these false teeth fixed because that is a bit of a mouthful. Next up we got Grio's Guide to the Wildlands. This is a supplement for 5 EDMs filled with challenges and hazards for wilderness environments. 
and basically it catalogues an assortment of natural environments into an easy access chapters, each with inspirational imagery, detailed information on dozens of hazards, specific backgrounds and proficiencies for nature-forced characters, and still skilled challenges for overcoming the threats of the natural world. So on each of these pages, you've got a, a narrative thread with inspirational suggestions for the GM to weave into the game, some suggested descriptions and wording you may use, some suggested play actions and how they may interact with the environment, and, and finally some mechanical resolutions with some DC numbers for you to roll against. So that's Creo's Guide to the Wildlands. Next up, we've got Deep Magic Spell Cards for 5th Edition. This is beautiful Deep Magic Spell Cards for a 5th Edition game. And these are poker-sized playing cards, each printed with complete spell information for one spell per card. And each individual spell deck has up to 385 spell cards for all the 5e classes. So your Arcane, your Bards, your Clerics, your Druids, your Paladins and your Rangers. Some of the decks have got lesser cards, for example, the Paladin has only got 60 cards. So you want to introduce some Deep Magic spell cards into your game? Then check out Deep Magic spell cards for 5th edition. Okay, next up we've got Carovia Victor. This is a Roman Empire themed source book for 5e. In Carovia Victor, you tell about the realms of Amir, an epic fantasy sword and sorcery setting which has huge similarities with the Greco-Roman world and the Caribbean Empire, a great power dominating large portions of the known realms, just like the Roman Empire did. The book covers both lore and game mechanics to give you substantial material for your games, and a great portion of the book is dedicated to the realms of Amir, the history of the world, the kingdoms, and the empires that rule over the lands, and the majority of cultures and the pantheons of the setting. It also adds new classes and archetypes fitting the setting. So if you want a bit of a Roman Empire themed source book for your 5e game, then check out Caravia Victor. And the last one in the 5e category is Thane Gore's Vaults, a D&D 5e treasure hunt. This is a race for treasure. The heroes obtain a map to the resting place of Thane Gore, and it's an adventure for 2nd to 4th level characters. So in this adventure, you've got to obtain a treasure map and find the resting place of Thane Gore, an ancient dwarf champion. The sealed vault served as the homestead and fortress of the Gore clan. The adventures, though, aren't the only ones with a copy of the map, and you must race several treasure hunting groups to the Dwarven Hall. Unfortunately, the Thane's vault is inhabited by the undead dwarves, who once called it home. So that is Thane Gore's vault, a D&D 5e treasure hunt. So next up, let's have a look at some of the accessories for our tabletop games. We start off with Larby Giants. That's right, Larby Giants. This is 3D printable giants, Ents and more, and is multiple collections of 3D printable STL files comp comprised of monstrous giants, Ents, Golems, Villages and Terrain. And it's been divided into three tiers. Tier 1 contains your monstrous giants, Tier 2 is your towering Ents and the Golem, and Tier 3 is the defined Peasant Mob plus Fortifications. And as it suggests, these models in all these tiers are monstrous in scale and intricately detailed. How monstrous, you ask? Well, not your normal 28 to 30mm figures. These are 130mm to 160mm tall figures. So check out their webpage for Therby Giants and have a look at some of the great um, renderings of the STL files if you, this really interests you. Next up, we've got the Story Engine Deck of Worlds. This is a deck of world-building prompts for creating imagined lands, local lore, and story-driven maps for creative writing and tabletop games. 
And this is a set of 225 cards for creating imagined lands, local lore and story-driven world maps. The deck features six simple card types that work together to create complex settings with a meaningful past, present and future. With trillions of potential combinations and open-ended scalability, it reckons you can build anything from a city full of unique districts and landmarks to a sprawling land of diverse terrain types, ecosystems, cultures and civilizations. This deck can also be combined with the author's previous original story deck engine, which was a 180-card deck for Kickstarter released last year to a players and GMs with storytelling prompts. So that is the story engine deck of worlds. Next, we've got Dungeon Fantasy. This is Modular Printable Terrains STLs. And this is a Modular Ruined Pack and Nature Pack. And it consists of two large packs, one of mostly modular ruins and another of nature, which contains mostly rocks and trees. And if you have a look at their page, you can see that there's trees, corners, walls, a ruined tower base, and these all fit together and you can use them in a variety of ways. So if you're looking for some dungeon fantasy with ruins and nature in mind, then check out Dungeon Fantasy Modular Printable Terrains STL. And finally, we have Meander's Five Battle Maps Sewers. This is a digital modular sewer map for virtual tabletop RPGs and is a set of underground battle maps in a fantasy sewer system complete with dry, flooded, twisting turns and cisterns, outflow pipes, rotten wooden planks, bridges, skeletons, rats with walkways and rooms aplenty. Now in this range of battle maps, there are already 1800 plus maps in the range and this full sewer system layout can be added to it and this will feature 18 core maps and additional variants with extra features. So if you want some sewer battle maps for your tabletop RPGs then check out Meander's 5 Battle Maps Sewers. And I thought that was last but no no I found one more. Just before we go there's one more that I want to sneak in and this is Epics and Stuffs the Toitles. This is pre-supported STL files and physical resin 3D printed models. And this is 25 titles. Why do I have to set in New York accent? I don't know, but 25 titles in various poses for the territorial class of 5E. And again, check out their webpage, their Kickstarter webpage, uh, for some images if this thing tickles your fancy. So that's Epics and Stuffs, the Turtles or Tortles. And that is definitely the last one this time. So I hope you enjoyed uh, this one uh, and I hope you find something in there you like and go and check out the Kickstarter pages of anything you fancy and throw in a few bucks and uh, support these uh, authors and these Kickstarters. So that is all for this episode and I'll catch you all on the flip side. You've been listening to the Dragons Are Real podcast. For more information, check out the website at petejones.neocities.org. The blog is dragonsarealpodcast.tumblr.com. We are also on YouTube, Facebook and other platforms. If you want to get in touch, you can send me a voicemail via the Anchor app at anchor.fm slash dragonsarereal. Or you can send me an email at dragonsarealpodcast at pm.me.